0: Welcome to Dyscalculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips, and tricks about dyscalculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Dyscalculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at dyscalculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Dyscalculia equally divided, College with dyscalculia, raising a child with dyscalculia. This is why kids seem to hate math. Do preschoolers understand zero? This is our podcast for week 30 of 2021 and welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Services, to help us review the links of this week. Hello Dr. Schroeder, welcome back. You're looking very tanned and relaxed after the summer break.
1: Absolutely, it was a great time and we really traveled and the weather was perfect, so it could be better.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's great to have you back uh, because the links are waiting for us to go over. And the first one is interesting. It is about discoculia equally divided. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, this interesting new research that came out and is uh, referenced here by Dr. Diana Potter from Daytona Beach. And she tells us that the ratio of male to female with learning disabilities seemed to have been three to one before, but now turns out to be very close to one to one. (laughs) And it's a bit of speculation of what could cause this. It seems strange that females uh, now all of a sudden would have developed these learning disabilities. So for this moment, I'm leaning towards thinking that increased assessment and higher involvement of females in advanced schooling over the past decades may uh, explain part of this right
0: right 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 it may always have been there but just not noticed just not tested and we we know that some
1: students uh, girls with a a disability may uh, be a little bit uh, timid and quiet in a classroom do not make a lot of uh, noise and so it may go unnoticed well some and it's just a group of that some of the boys when they have a learning disability they might um, act out a little bit more which is more which is um, a sign
0: of it yes
1: yeah that catches the eye of the teacher and then uh, she starts to think hey there might be something wrong so let's do an assessment
0: interesting 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 our next link talks about college with disco julia and so the question would be is that possible there's a video let's listen in for a bit
1: desde cuando yo era chico um, estaba en la cocina con mi abuelita y, y se ha quedado conmigo esa cosa de
0: and because you're not wearing your universal translator <laughs> I guess we'll have to uh, uh, look at the script uh, from this uh, this video from uh, Mario uh, Ornelas. and uh, but yeah so the question is uh, going to college with this cochlea is that possible
1: well I I I believe so. Well, if my daughter who's severely dyslexic can get uh, her PhD, then the world should be also wide open for those uh, with the proper support, obviously, uh, want to continue their education if they have this Right. So the video here shows Mario Arnelas, we, we just uh, heard him, who after finding out that he has learning disabilities, continues to pursue a college education and eventually succeeded really great story and a testament to the endurance of students with learning disabilities because very often they are very very persistent and that helps them to get them where they want to be
0: right okay so that's a very encouraging uh, very encouraging message that we have now the next one is about raising a child with discoculia And there is a video, but we do not have the option here to listen in for it. But it is a story and I think you know more about it.
1: Yeah, I I, uh, saw it and it's about a grandmother who had to, it's a very sad story, to take over the upbringing of her grandchild when her daughter passed away. And she found out the hard way that all the aspects of learning disability, uh, what it all entails, And how to live and deal with it. And the granddaughter was able to speak uh, for herself. And educate the grandmother in <laughs> about, about her, her condition. condition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, good communication, and they now celebrate that the child received the scholarship. Okay. So okay. congratulations! A great story. And
0: that is absolutely great. Yeah, Resistance you need the, and
1: resilience.
0: Yeah, you need that support. You need that support. Our next link is about why children overall hate math, and I think it sounds surprising here
1: right and, and actually once you dig some deeper you may find that children do not hate math but they actually hate to be confused intimidated or embarrassed by math so it's a good reminder and um, springs to mind joe bowler the professor from stanford who has a great video series for students to try to uh, provide them with some perspective and minimize the negative feelings about math for them. So yes, I believe all children can love math if it was taught in a way that's not threatening for him for them.
0: Right, exactly, and so it's not it's not the math that they hate. But it is all these other connotations that they get with it.
1: Yeah, and the connotation of you need to get it right, otherwise right. uh right. you're you you're maybe you're regarded dumb. as right. or a yes. failure and that is how they see it uh, themselves. And Obviously that is the teacher your doesn't have to right. see it that way. Okay. That's how it how it's perceived by them often, unfortunately. Yeah. But also you need to have a lot more playful um, components in the math. It's not right. only writing down numbers right. and, and to take the, the, the
0: threatening p- aspects away from exactly. it. Yes. Lighten it up. Well it brings us to our last link and that asks a question do preschoolers understand zero?
1: Yeah very interesting question. This is from Frontiers in Psychology and it's a difficult concept to understand that zero. So Uh, What I remember was the teachings obviously of Maria Montessori who had a really interesting lesson about helping her preschoolers to understand zero and she had them sit in a circle around her and she could uh, point at one of the kids and then ask could you close the door zero times for me and obviously that child said and didn't do anything. Didn't walk to the door <laughs> because that one was whoever understood the zero, that it's nothing. So not closing the door. And then she started to kind of um, ask that several times is more power. And the kids were rolling with laughter that nobody kind of obeyed her and did close that door because zero is not doing it there okay. is no there is no closing of the door. that's a
0: fun way that's of doing a it. fun
1: way of doing it and anyway so back to this article here in frontiers in psychology uh, certainly preschoolers will have uh, trouble uh getting their minds around the zero concept and this research is from hungary where they have done some experiments to try to understand more of what the preschoolers can understand about zero and some highlights are that preschoolers can handle zero as soon as they can handle positive integers. Okay. So if they can count, they can all also the zero uh, think comes about zero. It. Right. And another thing is that preschoolers are unsure whether zero is a number.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, actually, those kids may understand Uh, numbers as the properties of items in a set and if there's nothing in a set
0: then you have no set (laughs) yeah you have no number
1: so sometimes they understand the zero even earlier than the cardinality principle so if you count okay that the last uh number you hear is actually the number of items in the set okay some also know that uh, there are sets that are labeled the zero when they're empty However, uh, those uh, preschoolers are unsure whether zero is a number.
0: (laughs) That is so funny. Um,
1: And the results identify three uh, components of how they can think about zero. Okay. So operational knowledge, so do something with a zero. If I add zero to uh, my bowl of cookies, nothing happens. Uh, the linguistic knowledge, also so knowing the, the word and the meta knowledge.
0: Okay. So
1: to um, uh, make a conclusion, they, uh, these researchers propose that preschoolers can understand numbers as the properties of items or objects in, in a set, in a group. Right. And in this view, for them, zero is not regarded as a number because it's an, an empty set, set does then, not include the like items.
0: Exactly.
1: And missing items cannot have properties. Right. So um, that's how they think about it. And this model can explain why zero is handled correctly in numerical tasks, even though it's not regarded as a number.
0: And, right.
1: Well, as you can see, it's not an easy thing for those little people to get, <laughs> to get their heads uh, around. And in my experience, it, it continues, it continues to, to be a challenge. A challenge. Definitely,
0: right. definitely. Okay, well, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun topic with the little guys. Um, okay, thank you, uh, thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights, uh, your views on our news. And uh, we hope to see you again uh, next week. Uh, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCulia Services, she dedicates her life to increasing the awareness of Discoculia in the world. And for that, she has a website where you can find all of her trainings. And her trainings are all online, so you could take advantage of that. Go to Discoculia Training.org and you'll find everything there. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCuliaheadlines.com.